Welcome to episode two of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Wow, Kyla. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are so excited because um, we're about to launch this podcast. I'm sure you've already listened to episode one, but we actually recorded that before we launched and episode two is like two days before we launch. So we're getting very giddy now. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, it's, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I thought we were Wednesday today for some reason. I think it's because we decided we're going to upload every Wednesday. Okay. Every hump day, there's going to be a new podcast from us, a new episode. And I don't know. I'm just like nervous, excited, all of the above. I know. I'm I'm feeling so many emotions, but all good ones. Yeah, same. I think it's going to be fun because we've always wanted to do stuff together. And we, like we said in the last podcast, it's just one of those things that felt right when it kind of was brought up. Exactly. Exactly. But today we wanted to talk about being single. Especially in today's day and age and especially when you're in your later 20s or even your 30s. Yep, because it's actually really common. And I feel like with society's pressure and feeling like you need to get married, have kids, if that's something you want in your future, when you get to be in your later 20s, early 30s, you start to really feel the pressure. Yeah. And you start to really feel like you're comparing yourself. And I thought it would be really fun, or not fun, but good to talk about you know, from Kyla's perspective, because she's in there and she's in there. Yeah, she's <laughs> I'm in, in the there. trenches. But it's like because I was telling Kyla, I don't remember when, when I was single. It was literally like 10 years ago. Yeah. Life was so different. Like Instagram had just started existing. There was no dating apps. There was yeah. nothing like that. So I don't even know how to navigate single life. So could you imagine like really imagine for a second being single? In 2022, how do you think think, you would feel? I think I'd feel really stressed because I've been in a relationship for so long. But I feel like if I wasn't and I had kind of gone in and out of relationships or always been single, I feel like I wouldn't feel as stressed. I think I would just have a hard time not comparing myself to others. Do you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. And I know it's tough because we always compare ourselves like it's really hard not to everyone is guilty of it I know everyone talks about comparison is a thief of all joy like we're all aware yeah but emotionally it's really hard to detach when you are seeing friends of yours or even people online go through all of these life changes and it's something that you want and you're not there I think a really important thing to note, like before we get into everything, is I I saw a video recently and it's so typical to always think the grass is greener on the other side. So like when you're single, you always think, oh, I wish I was in a relationship. Like I want what these people have, like with what they're showing on social media Mm -hmm. or like what you're hearing through like friends or family about like a relationship. Um, But relationships also aren't just like perfect like a breeze you know like it takes work and there's always you know compromising and it's it's almost like you're giving a huge chunk of your I don't want to say freedom 
but kind of freedom away because now it's like you're not just thinking about yourself anymore you're thinking about someone else yes and their needs and so I think that's like a, a really important thing to remember too if you're someone who's feeling very lonely and kind of feeling sorry for yourself for being single it's not like the grass is always greener it's more when am I gonna find a person that is gonna kind of fill that void that I'm missing but I'll still have parts of me parts of me and I'm not gonna lose myself in a relationship right I so I think so good yeah so like before we get into everything I just want to make it very clear that it's not a bad thing to be single it's not a bad thing to be single actually it's a great thing because you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm You know, like Ariana Grande would say, thank you, next. And she found herself. (laughs) Yeah, she did. She found herself because we know her personally, obviously. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, just keep that in mind. I could not agree more. Actually, Carla, you just really put that into perspective. For myself, when you're in a relationship, you think about things that are not about relationships, if that makes sense. Like, I'll compare myself about something else. Yeah. And not about... Like, I, I forget that people compare themselves to me. And yeah. And they think that my life is perfect. And then if I get comments like that or people tell me that, I'm like, no, my life is far from perfect. But you don't know because social media is a highlight reel. Even if people keep it real online, there's still stuff they're not going to talk about openly. I mean, maybe some people do, but... Like, I'm not going to go and and film me and Dan having an argument and post that online. Like, I could talk about things once we've resolved something or whatever, but I think that people have to realize that there is always, like you said, conflict. There is always stuff. It's not 100% perfect. And, oh my gosh, someone just yelled outside. No, that was a sneeze. Oh, that was a sneeze. (laughs) A really loud sneeze. Oh my gosh. Oh, bless you, sir. We have the window open in Kyla's condo and she lives right by the water and there's this beautiful breeze right now and it just feels so good. It's like so relaxing. I know. But Kyla. Yes. Single life in your late 20s. How do you navigate this world? If you do want to go on dates, if you do want to meet people, what do you do in today's day and age? Well, of course, you know, like everyone knows there's dating apps and right. I gave the whole dating app a try. I'm not on a dating app anymore. Um, are there ones you think are better than others? Like I always heard of I've, Tinder, but now I hear Tinder is like the hookup app. Well, I've never actually been on Tinder. Oh, I've okay. only ever tried Hinge. Hinge. And I, I mean, for a while I thought it was fun, but... Here's the thing with dating apps. It's so much less exciting when you actually meet the person because... You're not meeting them organically, you know? Like, it's not like you're going out to, like, a fun event with friends and, like, just by fluke, your friend introduces you to a guy and you're like, oh, my God. like, And you know nothing he, about him. And I know nothing about him and I think he's so attractive and we start talking and that's the first time we start talking and it's, like, meeting the person in person for the first time, hearing their voice, seeing their facial expressions, mm-hmm. their body language. Like, it's just so much more exciting. Whereas on dating apps, it's, like pre-planned kind of awkward you know like it's not the same you don't get the same like butterfly feeling right as I guess you would I feel like dating apps is kind of like the introduction and that is kind of the first date the things you would normally discuss on the first date like what are your interests what do you like to do where are you from you kind of already get that from the profile if they're honest exactly and it's like it's kind of formal in a sense of like okay like we're getting we're going to dinner. 
we're getting to know each other and like we're gonna we're wow (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna figure out if we want to go on a second date and like like if we like each other or not so you're there for the purpose of this date that's almost like I like I don't know if I'm explaining myself properly but it's like it's not the same like you're not meeting the person organically it's not like what you see in the movies like you know when like does that exist though in real life still I mean I guess yeah, it of does course it, yeah of course it does you meet someone at the workplace or yeah you friend. know what I, that perfect example it's like I get a new job I start working somewhere and like someone who's working for the same company as me just comes in the room one day and like asks a question and I'm looking at him like oh my god who is that right you know yeah Honestly, I've been reading, not to get off track, but I've been reading a lot of these like quick summer romance books because they're easy to get through and I had a list and I'm trying to finish it. And a lot of them are you're meeting someone in person. None of them are dating apps. It's literally always in person. And it is such a difference. I've never used a dating app, but by what you're explaining, it makes perfect sense. It's like you're on this app to meet someone to either hook up or to date. It's not like you're just meeting someone, you're getting to know them, you're talking, could this yeah. be a date, could this not be a date, are we into each other, are we not? And, like, the way I see it, too, and, like, I don't know, maybe this is just me being really picky, but I always thought to myself, like, wow, being friends with someone and really getting to know someone for who they really are as friends is, like, the best way to start a relationship. I agree. You know what I mean? Because then it's, like, when you actually start dating that person, you were friends for I don't know, like years or months. So you don't really feel like you're starting from scratch. But how do you, if you are going to be friends with somebody, let's say, first of all, if you find them attractive, how do you just stay friends? And then let's say that does happen and you are friends. How do you get out of the friend zone? Because once you're in the friend zone. I mean, it can happen in so many different ways. It's, It's possible to meet someone that you're attracted to. But at first you're like, no, like this is just more of like a friend, you know, like. Okay. I I have more of like a a friendship connection with this person and I don't necessarily like see myself with them romantically and then over time right it, something can just kind of like happen you don't know what but it's like you start viewing that person in a more romantic way mm-hmm. um but I feel like we got a little sidetracked no that's good it makes sense okay but at the same time though Kai like it it's tough because obviously that's like the perfect scenario in your head but would you be opposed to it not being that way? No, I'm not opposed to it not being that way. That's something that, like, I also had to kind of come to terms with is, like, it's not like someone is just going to, like, miraculously appear in my life one day. Right. And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, who is that? Like, you know, like, mom and dad's story is so cute. I know. It's like I've I've come to the I've come to terms with the fact that, like, it just might not happen that way. I'm fine with it. I don't really care how it well I can't say I don't really care how it happens because I do somewhat (laughs) like now I don't want to meet someone on a dating app because I'm just like I've been there done that it's not my thing have you ever had one good experience on a dating app um I mean you've had it's not like it's not like that I've never had a bad experience it just wasn't what you were looking for exactly like I never had like I never met up with someone and was like wow like this person I really want to get to know them right okay it's just hard because especially when covid hit if you're not going out and doing things you're not going to meet someone if you're not on a dating app exactly i downloaded hinge for the first time during covid yeah it's tough because okay let's say you have this job let's say you're in the corporate world world you're working obviously with a lot of men being in your late 20s early 30s 
a lot of the times, I'm not saying it's always like this, but a lot of the times you're meeting men, let's say, around the same age as you that are either A, already in a relationship, B, married, or C, divorced, or whatever that might be. And it's like, it's hard to meet someone that's exactly in the same boat as you. Yeah. But then I was talking to another friend and she actually told me that I would be surprised with the amount of single people there are in the same category you know like late 20s early 30s still trying to navigate their lives still trying to figure themselves out it's getting more and more i don't want to say popular but common common to be that way because people aren't as in much of a rush to get this whole family thing started at least where we live yeah i do i agree i i mean i see it both right like i Mm -hmm. see some people who are like very much ready to settle down and and get married have kids and then i see people who are in the same position as me where it's like okay still single and not necessarily ready for kids like i i still think maybe it's because i've never met someone that i feel super safe with right what do you mean by safe like i could totally be myself i i would never have to worry about like them potentially going behind my back and like cheating or um you know like it just it feels right everything feels right and like comfortable and safe okay you know like i've never experienced that with anyone in a really long time and so i forget where i was even going with this um I think what you're trying to say is it's tough. Yeah, it is. It's really tough. But also on like the bright side of things, I always try to change my perspective. Mm-hmm. And I just think to myself, like, I know I'm not going to end up end up being alone. Mm-hmm. I am going to find the right person. And if that means it's going to happen in my late in my mid 30s, late 30s, like I don't care. I'm willing to be single until the right person enters my life because I don't want to have you know i don't want to be married i don't want to have a home have children with someone that 10 years down the line i'm going to be like oh my god if i would have just waited it out a little bit more and not let the feeling of being lonely completely take over i would not be this miserable right now that is and a lot of a lot of girls i find don't get to that point yeah it's tough right because obviously if you knew the future you would know what to do, yeah. right? Like, when I think back on, on things, I'm not even talking about relationships, but just in general, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. You look back, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But it's like, well, obviously... How would you have known? Exactly. But I think what you're doing is very mature. It actually takes a lot of patience and growth in order to see it from that perspective because being lonely and feeling lonely is one of the hardest things for people to go through. It's really tough. It is, yeah. And I know what you said with feeling like you want to know who you are, grow, but then you get to a place where you're like, well, I'm pretty confident on my own now. I've been on my own. I'm ready to meet someone. But you also don't want to settle. Yeah. You know your worth. That's like where I'm at now, you know? Like I did all those years of like growing and working on myself, trying to build trust in people again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs. But even in just your own self, Kyla, the growth, not even with other people, but your internal growth of who you are as a person. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, like just for, for me of being able to just like accept things for how they are Mm -hmm. and 
understand that you're not always going to have control over everything and being okay with that and learning to find peace and happiness through all the ups and downs that you're going to go through in life Mm -hmm. is like the best thing you can do and like you know it'll it'll help you feel I guess happier if you're still single I don't know I don't know if I'm making any sense it's hard for me to explain I feel like if you're single and you're listening to this you're gonna understand what you're saying because I can understand what you're saying yeah you know and I remember when I was in my late teens, I hadn't have a, had a boyfriend yet. And yeah. I remember feeling like old to not have a boyfriend. All my friends had had boyfriends. I was the only one of my friends that didn't have a boyfriend. And I remember people asking me, are you asexual? Are you uh, this? Are you that? And I was like, first of all, what does my sexual preference have to do with anything? And this is also like over 10 years ago, right? So I feel like at least where we live, times are a bit different. But I remember getting frustrated over that like what does that have to do with anything because even if I was asexual like it's none of your business yeah but at the same time I was like no I just I don't know I was like I guess guys don't like me like I I would flirt with guys I would want to be with guys have crushes and like none of them ever really wanted to date me and I felt really upset and lonely and like old right yeah looking back on it now I was so young yeah you know 18 19 even 20 years old thinking like there is a prejudice though like I know like even for me I've experienced it like if people when someone asks my age and then ask like oh look are you dating anyone are you married I'm like no I'm single it's like I've had people tell me like oh well like there must be something like wrong with her she must be crazy or there must be something wrong with her like there is that prejudice it's but that's just coming from people that for them, it's like they don't mean it to be mean, but it's more like I had someone tell me that recently, but the person meant it in a way of like, she's so pretty. How could she be single? They're, she must be like crazy or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hate that people say stuff like that because it's like the, the person didn't mean it in an insulting way. But still, come on. Like, <laughs> I just think there a lot of things are changing now, right? People are seeing things differently as we're getting older and as we're navigating life, we look back at our younger selves and we're like, wow, we really were not old. Yeah. Because now I'll get comments from, from women who are like 23, 24, I feel so old, I've never had a boyfriend, or I'm still a virgin, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're still so young. I know. But I remember feeling that way. I know. I and, and like, I know. And like, it's even sometimes, you know, like I go to mama for advice and she's like, Kyla, like you're so long, young, you have your whole life ahead of you. And like, this is, like, stuff that you shouldn't even be, like, worrying about. And I'm like, yeah, well. But it is nice to have someone validate your feelings. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I, I understand where, when people are saying things. I'm like, oh, you have your whole life ahead of you. Like, don't worry. I get it. But in the moment, sometimes it, it's nice to hear someone be like, that is hard. Yeah. You know, it must, it must be hard. Because I remember being 20 years old and being the only one of all my friends to have, never have a boyfriend. And being super self-conscious and then yeah and then you start looking at yourself like okay what's wrong with me i literally remember thinking i'm there's something wrong with me i'm weird i'm socially awkward and then i remember going on dates with guys and them wanting to date me and i was like no oh my god you literally just explained me and (laughs) it's like but there there are guys interested in me i'm just not interested in those guys the ones i am interested in aren't interested interested in me yeah and then i started realizing okay alex 
I need to start recognizing what's going on because I had like two really nice guys like me that would have treated me really well, that were very, very nice people. And I just, I, you can't help who you're not attracted to, obviously. Like yeah. there needs to be some kind of an attraction there. There wasn't. But I was thinking I have to stop fixating on these people that are not going to treat me well. Yeah. And look internally. And when Dan came along, we both weren't looking for relationships. And in that moment when we started hanging out and getting to know each other and it just happened organically, the first time he asked me to be his girlfriend, I said no. And then we spoke about it a bit later and I said, I don't know if this is like a good thing, a bad thing. With Dan, because I grew up with him, it's like I already knew him mm-hmm. and I wasn't like head over heels thinking he was like the most attractive person in the entire world because I grew up with him. There was like know. no mystery there. Yeah. It was just like, that's Dan. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? But it grew. It like grew into this thing where, this is embarrassing, but at the time Facebook was big. I would go and like stalk all of his photos, like yeah. look through all his pictures and picture myself dating him. Oh my God. We've all done that. I would like look at his face in the photos and be like, is this going to be my boyfriend? And I'd picture myself, like, standing next to him, kissing him. Yeah. Like, doing all that stuff. And then I started to, like, really develop a crush. Yeah. And when he asked me to be his girlfriend, I said no because I was like, you just got out of this long relationship. I'm trying to figure myself out. Like, I don't want to be a rebound, whatever. And he was full honest. Like, I was not looking for anybody. But, like, I literally cannot stop thinking about you. And I want to be with you. And I was like, let's just give it a try. And, I mean... <laughs> Here you are now, 10 years later, married with a home and a baby. Yeah, like, clearly that worked out. Longest rebound ever. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is sometimes when you least expect it, things is, come into Is your when life. it happens. And sometimes it might not be the perfect scenario that you want, but you give it a try and it ends yeah. up working out. So, like, you have this image in your head of... You're going to walk out of this coffee shop. You're going to bump into this guy and spill your coffee. He's going to catch you like, oh, oh my gosh. And it's this guy that you've always dreamed about. And like, that's your perfect, exactly what you wanted in your life. That might not happen. You might meet someone that you previously dated in the past that didn't work out. Or you might meet someone that... Or or it could be someone that you in the past really didn't like. And then you... Yes, exactly. Yeah. It could be that like... Being open to things is the best thing you can do. Yeah, just be open-minded and also be very aware of how, like, a situation or a person makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And always follow your gut. Always follow your gut. That's something that I've always, like, I've learned the hard way multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but always follow your gut. If your gut is telling you there's something amazing about this person or, like, there's something off with this person, like... Follow that gut feeling. You, it's, to me, it's like, I'm not, I'm an atheist, but to me, it's like, that's God speaking to you through Are your you an gut. atheist? Yeah, I don't believe in uh, anything unless, like, you can prove to me. I think that's, yeah, like, agnostic atheist or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What do you mean? We're the same. No, I'm not atheist. What are you? I don't know. I'm my own beliefs you're the chentomo religion yeah i like i'm spiritual for sure oh i'm spiritual come on yeah you are pretty spiritual i don't know (laughs) i go see psychics and like i have like these crystals in my house and okay i'm I'm like like mercury retrograde (laughs) i'm a different kind of spiritual in a sense of like okay this is so off topic now lol but like we were raised 
in a non-religious household. My, I mean, my dad was Catholic. My mom was Jewish, but my mom wasn't raised religiously. My dad was, but my dad was kind of like, whatever my kids are interested in, I'll teach them and I'll let them explore, but I'm not going to like force it on them just because yeah. for A, his wife wasn't even religious. And daddy is more just like a spiritual person anyways. He's yeah. kind of like, whatever you believe in, that's okay. But I definitely, uh, I lean more towards dad than I do mom. Mom is like, really does not believe in anything. Yeah. So, um, sorry, that like kind of, I don't know. We never like actually talked about this. So that was interesting. Well, I just figured we were on the same page. I mean, maybe we are. I don't know. Anyways, back to being single. (laughs) Um, I think another thing that's really important when you are single is to have other single friends. Yes. That's another struggle when, especially like. The older you get, well, I don't even want to say that because throughout my whole life, I always had friends, like girlfriends that were in relationships, like right. one boyfriend after another kind of thing. And I was one of those girls at one point. Yeah. Um, but being a girl, especially, at least in my experience, I tend, like I find that a lot of girls, once they enter a relationship, it's almost like, okay, nice knowing you. Like, yeah, you barely see them. When you do see them, like, they talk about their boyfriends a lot. Do you think that's only the honeymoon phase of the relationship, or do you think that lasts long-term in your experience? In my experience, it's, like, with some people, it's, like, lasted, like, a really long time. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, together for years, and, like, the world revolves around their man. And it's – and I'm not, like, throwing shade at those people. It's just – Like, that's their life if they want to It's their life, and I respect it, and I'm happy for them, and I want them to be happy. Um, You know, like, I'm not asking them to change or anything, but just being – single Mm -hmm. it's difficult because you need that that girl time that connection where you know like you guys could talk about things and like relate on things and you know bitch or gossip or whatever whatever it may be you know it's like that's something that I I always found was really difficult and like a lot of the time men and again this isn't the case for all men but like I don't see that in men as much they enter a relationship and like they still have their bros and like they still get together with their guy friends and like you know, they still have that separate friendship with, like, their their guys as opposed to, like, women tend to, like, their whole world and their whole, like, purpose is their boyfriend. I think it's so important to have hobbies for yourself. Yeah. And to have things that are separate from your significant other. Now, that's not saying that if you don't want to do that and you're perfectly content and happy in your relationship, then that's fine. But personally for me... I need to have my own hobbies. Yeah. Dan needs to have his own hobbies. And then we're able to kind of reconnect together and talk about our different passions. And it's so exciting. Like, and even in friendships, you know, you're not going to be a hundred percent compatible with every single friend you have. Yeah. And you have different interests, different hobbies, but you can get together and chat and talk. But if that person only wants to talk about their significant other, only wants to be with their significant other, it's kind of hard to continue that friendship when, there's nothing in common anymore yeah and that's why i think it's important for single girls to have single friends while also still keeping their friends in relationships yeah it's just like to have those people and then we were actually talking about this the other day like how do you meet friends i know it's so hard my you're the best wing woman (laughs) oh my god my sister she she literally just got me in contact with a girl who's like in the exact same position as me my age single has a group of single girlfriends and now we're dming i'm like oh my god this is a new friendship she slid into your dms yeah she slid into my dms asked if we wanted to go for dinner honestly it's i saw a few tiktoks of girls talk about the bumble friends app 
Yeah. And I know, like, it's so awkward and, like, cringe to think about doing that. But, like, there are so many girls that are in your shoes that are, like, how do I meet girls in my shoes? I know. And it's, like, how, how do you do it? Because, like, but then everyone who goes on that app is, like, all thinking the same thing. Like, this is kind of cringe. Like, I literally started making a profile for that app. But then I was like, I stopped midway and I just deleted it because I was like, this is so cringe. I don't know why I no, thought that Kyla, because I've done it for dating. Everybody thinks that way, but then they do it and then they're like, I'm so happy I did it. And like, I've heard stories of girls on TikTok be like, I thought this was so embarrassing and so cr- so cringe. It's not sponsored either. Like, they're literally like, this is my experience. I met up with this girl for drinks. We were both wearing super cute outfits and we both talked about how cringe it was to make our profiles. <gasps> You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, see, I need that. I need that. And it's like, I was talking to the girl the other day that, so basically my one of my best friends, she has a friend who's single, same age as Kyla, and so I was like, oh my gosh. And I get along really well with this girl. I was like, my sister would click with this girl so well. So I just asked her, I was like, are you looking for any new friends? I was like, my sister is like in a similar situation, and she's looking for more single friends. And that girl was like, oh my god, totally. Like, I have I love a group it. of single girls. Like, I would love... I'm going to slide into your sister's DMs. We'll go for drinks. Like, you know? <laughs> and it just... It works well because it's hard. I find it... Oops, hold on one second. Um, my camera stopped recording. But, yeah, I find it almost harder to meet girlfriends as friends than it is to meet significant others. Oh, my God. I know. It's so tough. It really is tough. Plus, like... I don't know I'm like a very awkward and shy person like maybe you're not though Kai no I I can well I feel like you know what you're shy and uncomfortable with people you don't know yeah I, I would say I'm like reserved and like sometimes if I get a little nervous I could be a little bit socially awkward but um who isn't socially awkward at some point I know though? I know I know it's, there's nothing wrong with it like I feel like everyone has their little quirk of being their little, little like, like moments yeah like I even people that are super outgoing that I've met still will feel a bit insecure in certain situations fart? no okay it smells Did you fart? no <laughs> is it our breath no it smells like fart oh i smell mine smells like flowers it might be outside maybe sulfur Ugh, i don't know anyways <laughs> <laughs> oh i smell it now you know it kind of smells like poo <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, I just think in general, in life, being single is really tough. Um, but it's not though. But like, it's honestly a really good thing for yourself. Like, and we, I think we said this in another episode. Maybe we didn't. Maybe it was just something we were talking about. But like, you can be in a relationship and still grow as a single person. Like, as your oh, hundred percent person. A hundred percent. But like, you know what? I've been seeing these kinds of videos on TikTok and I'm like, oh my God, this like really resonates with me. It's like when you do so much self growth and like, you know, working on yourself that you just get so comfortable being on your own. Yeah. That like you couldn't even imagine being with someone like I couldn't imagine living with someone else like or like last night, for example, I was going to sleep and I was like in my king size bed, like spread eagle like <laughs> like starfish and i was like oh my god this is the best thing ever and then i was thinking to myself like one day i'm i'm not gonna have this anymore i mean that's just goes to show it's like right. you always think grass is greener on the other side but then there's also so many things that are gonna be like you know what's so taken funny from you what is that okay so i've had like one cold after the other because yeah. of my son um and 
when Dan was training for this marathon, this half marathon, he had done a triathlon three weeks ago and like did horrible because he got my cold. And he was like, Alex, you got sick again. I'm not getting your cold. Like, we're not kissing. We're not getting close. You're going to sleep on the couch. Like, I need to get good night's sleep. So I was like, fine, I'll sleep on the couch. Like, we have this really comfortable cloud couch. Yeah. And I was like, I get to sleep with my dogs. Because if they were to sleep in our bed, we'd have no room. Yeah. But, like, I want to sleep with them. So I remember I would sleep on the couch with the dogs. And I was like, this is the best. Yeah. Not that it's not great to sleep in the same bed as Dan. I love that as well. But I'm like, I have no problem yeah. sprawling out and doing whatever I want on this couch. With two fur balls, yeah, like, all up on you. It was, like, really not uh, that bad. I was like, Dan, anytime you want to take a break, I have, don't care about sleeping on the couch. Yeah. You know? But I also do enjoy sleeping in the same bed as him. So it's really not the end of the world. But I kind of see what you mean by that. Because it was really nice to have my own, like, space. And I yeah. could, like be on my phone if I want to. If I woke up in the middle of the night, I didn't have to worry about, like, waking him up. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'll go on my phone and, like, doesn't have to be at a super low volume. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I know what you mean. Anyways. How I, long have you been recording for? Um, I don't even know. But uh, I probably around half an hour. I think this was a good episode. I think so, too. And I actually, please message us either on tiktok or instagram both handles are tell me sis podcast right? yeah and i think instagram is better because it's easier to read dms there yeah and feel free to talk about your situation if you're going through the same thing as me or just yeah. if anything we've said has resonated with you we would love to um i think next episode everything. would be fun if we got some stories from people like if you want to email us at tell me sis podcast at gmail.com Email us any funny stories or any topics you would like us to cover. We can read some things anonymously. Yeah. Um, go through some of our funny stories. Yeah. I think it would be really fun, whether it comes to dating, sex, relationships. Let's, let's keep a topic of what you should be entering in. So I would say let's do... Funny dating stories. Funny dating stories. Yeah. Let's do that. So if you have any funny dating stories for um, us to talk about anonymously... Please send them in. You could do tellmesispodcast at gmail.com. You can send them through DM if you want. Easier if you send it to the Tell Me Sis Podcast Instagram handle because we'll be able to see it and, like, connect with you. Um, and then we'll also tell our funny stories. Exactly. Because we have a few. But don't forget to leave a little rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. And follow us on all our socials. And we'll see you, or not see you, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.